you've been like up and down with this for like months. I know. It's scary. Recording? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Good. This is Shannon. <laughs> this is Kabadi. And welcome to Drink with Blurts. And this is a pre-recorded episode. So if anything crazy happens when this the week this episode's released, just knows that we are looking at it. I mean you say pre-recorded <laughs> like we be going live, right? <laughs> <laughs> All this shit is pre-recorded. But like at least on our other episodes, they kinda cover it. This right? One, this must be <laughs> You know we gotta plan this shit out. (laughs) My little ghetto studio. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm trying to breathe, y'all. I swear, sometimes I crack my own self up. Like, we've been drinking already from, like, a previous right, episode. So, right. it's kind of like, I'm, ah. I'm just, like, chilling now. And I think we have a good topic. It's This topic has been in the pipeline for a while. Yeah. I think that was, like, something, like, a season one thing. And, like, we never even, like, I mean. I feel like we touched on it. There's a lot of things. We touched on it in various moments. I feel like, hopefully, we've acclimated at more skeptical and conservative audience to like our viewpoints and if you're still listening great like to working up to like this topic mm-hmm. um because it's important yeah like i think it's more of a mental thing because we had like you know you gotta be mentally ready yeah it's okay me i already kind of accepted myself like you know it is i'm by y'all is. <laughs> So that's how it just comes out. <laughs> like, I had to just say it because it would have been like, oh. every time, like, I've waited, like, and then my anxiety kicks in and it's like. See, that's how I feel about, like, the whole, like, uh, miscarriage thing. I'm like, I just have to say it. Right. Because if I wait and try to. I feel to, so like, much better now. In, oh, my gosh. It's a relief. It, like, I, like, when I first came out to myself, officially, it was, like, a relief. And, like, coming out to, like, people that were important to me was a relief. So saying that after like dancing around it for so long, mm-hmm. it's a relief. And so we don't want to hear. Wait, now I gotta be angry. <laughs> we don't want to hear your comments about how you don't agree with it. Like this is against God. Like blah 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 blah. This is abomination. Like come, oh, you want to debate Bible with me? Come debate Bible with me because I've studied it. I've known it. I've been raised in it, and I got questions, and I know the qu- answers and qu- and questions. So bring it. <laughs> I'm ready, but I might just block you instead because I don't have the time. I've done it enough in my life. Listen, but, every, everybody that criticizes people that's gay or talk about this sin and that sin, and they be said in the same way. Like, uh, but, honestly. I so I think for me, one of the things that was really impactful for finally coming out to myself within the last few years was like, it was like I knew. Like, I knew for a while something was off. Well, not off. 
that's the wrong term. But like, I was different. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm like one of those people that knew since I was like five. Mm-hmm. Because, and this is why I say I'm bi because I've had crushes on girls since I was little. Um, but I was always a little bit extra, a little bit too flamboyant, a little bit too this or that, a little too happy, happy, get. Yeah. And I remember I was like in third grade. Well, the first time like sexuality was even brought up, I was like four. And we were watching someone from church who's younger than us, younger than me, a girl. And I started crying in the comfort of my own home because something upset me. And she was like, yeah, stop being a sissy. And I never heard that term before. Mm-hmm. But I knew in hearing that there was something about it I was supposed to rob me of something mm-hmm. to make me feel a certain way. And so when I told my father when he came home, he was like, yeah, don't listen to her. He, like, he chuckled at it. Like, oh, don't listen. It's, And I think that was, in his part, really progressive. And, like, think, like my father has never been, like, like, oh, we need to, like, go pick up a wrench and do all this stuff or whatever. <laughs> it's, like, perform masculinity. Right. But perform like, it. Like, do what, like, everyone else. And, and I've said this many times. My parents have never been, like, in that respect. They allowed me to cry. They allowed me to feel their my emotions and stuff. At the same time, it's important to acknowledge, like, culture does play a role in how mm-hmm. people react. So I think for me, in coming out, it took so long because, one, so many people kept saying it to me. And, and you're raised in, like, especially a Jamaican Christian culture mm-hmm. where you know it's, like, the worst, especially as a guy. Like, the worst thing you can be. Um, it's one thing gay. being Jamaican and then being a Jamaican Christian. Like, ap- yes. Like, apostolic Christian. Oh, like, yeah. it's like, it's like, That's like, a lot. Ah! That's a lot. So it's like the worst thing you could possibly be, especially mm-hmm. as a man. Um, and so bisexual people don't exist. Listen. Especially bisexual men. So, and that's what I internalize a lot of. Because, like, I'm like, wait. I like women. I like having crushes on these women. Like, oh, like, they, I like how they dance. I like how they move. So, for me, it was easy to, like, suppress that, like, mm-hmm. especially when puberty starts hitting. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's nothing. It's, like, whatever. It's just weird. It's like, oh, whatever. And it's really within the last few years. I'm not going to say how many, but I'll say within the last half a decade mm-hmm. that I was able to like, meet more people that were queer and not stereotypical mm-hmm. because I think going to high school, like growing up where we were, we grew up in a relatively small town. Um, we all knew each other. Yeah, we all knew each other. We grew up, it's like the stereotype of queer men was like, and it's nothing wrong with being feminine flamboyant. I want to say that, but like that was a stereotype. And I was like, I'm not like that completely. Like I have, like I've always remember, and I, like it's just weird. I always remember, like my hand has this weird thing of like. Sometimes, like, resting at this weird angle. And I remember every time I would, like, tell myself, don't do that. Like, walk with it like this so it don't look like that. And, like, be more masculine. And that was stuff that wasn't necessarily taught to me. My father never said that to me. But it was, like, people in, like, middle school especially and high school where more kids kept calling me, like, are you gay? Are you gay? Um, I remember one time in gym in middle school, we were sitting in, like... But that legs crossed. And I just did this with my hands resting like a pillow. And then this guy was, was like, why are you doing that? You gay? Oh, my gosh. You gay? Oh, my gosh. He's gay. And it, so it was just like this hard thing to kind of deal with when you're feeling like, well, I don't I like that. But I like this girl. 
But like then people are like, oh, bi men don't exist. They just really gay. And I'm like, well, I'm not gay, so that means I'm straight. See, but that's so, the thing. And like in high school, I didn't really meet another bisexual person. So it's just like, I, I mean, I know what I knew what I was. It's just that I didn't come across other people that was like that. I came across other lesbians and other mm-hmm. gay people, like right. gay men, but like an actual bisexual person that someone claims it i definitely didn't see that and i think also you heard how other people talked about other people that were gay and queer mm-hmm. and someone was in the closet so i have a lot of thoughts and they might not all be progressive or unproblematic but you heard like especially in middle school and mm-hmm. high school you heard how other people talked about people that were queer and you're like, oh my god, she thinks he's a woman, and blah 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 blah. And you're like, kind of like scared, and like, mm-hmm. like so you, for me at least, it was easier to suppress that part of me, right? Like that, like men, or that thought men were attractive, or whatever. Certain men, like well, so, well, there's, well, there's a lot of people that will go and conceal all the, these feelings, and go on and marry and have kids, right. and and under all of all of that, they're unhappy. Right. Like, I was looking at, um, like, I watch the news in the morning. Not watch it, but, like, I'll read, like, different articles and stuff that pops on the computer. And Elizabeth, Elizabeth yeah. Smart, her oh. father, comes out as gay and is now divorcing his wife. He's, like, I think in his 60s, 64. Mm-hmm. And, like, look how long. Right. Like, people are now finding... The, the comfort courage, yeah. and the and the courage to come out and feel more welcome to do that, and I think that's the most insidious part of it of like homophobia and queerphobia. Mm-hmm. It's like you want people to lie, but you want to stigmatize them also. Mm-hmm. So you want them to not be gay, bi, trans, mm-hmm. lesbian, queer. But then you want them to perform and be, like, fake. And then when you find out that they're not being real, it's like, oh, but look, like, see, da-da-da-da. Um, and in the previous episode, when we were talking about Pose, you kind of really see that, how, like, they're really talking, like, these people, especially, like, trans women are forced to do sex work, and that's the only mm-hmm. work that they can get. That's the only work that they can get. No one really yeah. wants to hire them. Blonde guy has a hard time yeah. doing nails. Electro- and, like, that's why the ball's... Based on history, if you are a part of the ball culture, let me know. But like, like, I would like, like to go to a ball. Show me too. But like, that's why they kind of emerged, like about like the passing, and that's why the face categories, and at least in what I've based what I've been able to learn. I just really love like the whole concept of having a house and having like a house mother because right. it's just like it's just people that loses their family when they realize who they are and it's just like damn like who do I go to like right. now you have a house and there's people that that's like you right. that you can really just run to and talk to so looking at the first episode of Pose for instance Damon gets kicked out mm-hmm. um, by his biological parents in Philadelphia like Allentown Pennsylvania but like in Pennsylvania and he makes his way to New York because he wants to be a dancer and everything and he ends up sleeping on benches and doing all this stuff mm-hmm. until Blanca finds him and says, hey, why don't you join my house and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of so many, still. Yeah, that's that's the sad part. <laughs> um, and I think, for me, 
Like, I know my parents love me. And I think... I don't know how to say this. Again, culture plays a massive role in it. Um, there's a lot of things that they just won't understand. And I think I'm struggling with trying to understand that that's okay. Or maybe not okay. I don't know how to say it. But, like, it just takes time. Because it took me for what, long, so long to come out to myself, first of all. Right. Because I felt like I had to protect myself. Because, at least in my opinion, I didn't want to be ostracized. And that's always my thing. You don't want to be ostracized by people that are in your in-group or people that you like or your friends. Um, and so, like, that's why you hide a part of yourself, to kind of prevent that from happening. Mm-hmm. And from me. So, coming out to myself recently, I'm like, well, I want to give them time because it took me so long yeah. to even accept who you are. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Middle school was sucked. Middle school I've talked was about, a lot. I talked about it a lot. Like, I talked about that kid that kept... That he definitely had a crush on me. But, like, in the moment, I knew that that would have stopped him. Mm-hmm. Like, I said it before, like, telling him, like, I'm not gay like you would have stopped him from pushing me and bullying me, even mm-hmm. though he had, probably had a crush on me. And, like, it's funny to think, and I'm not gonna pop... Like... It's interesting to think about how the stuff you all the stuff you do to protect yourself mm-hmm. over the years because you try to like really push anything that's queer far away from you when you're in the closet because it's like especially when people are already like suspecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done that like to other people or to, and it's like not something I'm proud of now, mm-hmm. but I think I'm saying this to show that I have hopefully I have grown and I'm trying to show. That I am remorseful. I'm not going to apologize because, like, the apology is only, like, for me. Mm-hmm. But it is something that I want to continue to work on. And one right. of the things my therapist said is, like, just do better now. Yeah. Like, what's the point of, like, going back in the past and, like, thinking about, like, oh, I'm sorry to you. Really change the past. Right. It's just about doing better now. Um, and I know, like, especially for bi black men, it's such a hard thing because people attribute bi black men. And this is, like, a thing we could talk about. Like, tribute by black men with the AIDS epidemic. Mm-hmm. Affecting black women. Because when it was affecting... And, like, I didn't really know much about the AIDS epidemic. Because, like, there's anti-retrovirals and stuff to, like, keep it contained. And now there's PrEP and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And people don't really talk about it or think about, like, how it's, like, calmed down. Right. But, like, looking at Pose, you see how it's, like, decimating LGBT people. And people didn't care. Because it wasn't them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like straight people, really. Right. It was gay people. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's what God's punishment to you. Yeah. And that's such a fucked up thing to say. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, I'm glad you got cancer because you're eating. Like, what? But. <laughs> Listen, like, I, at least from my experience, like, coming out wasn't the hard part. It's just hearing the comments that people right. come up with is like, okay, like, okay, well, I'm just useful for a threesome. Like, right. Like, I, I honestly, I'm not really into that. Like, but people, people do it. Like, it's whatever. But like, don't just automatically assume that I'm bisexual. I'm just down for threesomes right. because I like both. Right. Like, it doesn't work that way neither. And like I'm not confused. It's not a phase, I hate that. and it's not a phase. It's just that I just happen to settle 
with this guy. Like, I, I really do enjoy being in a relationship with this person. It doesn't have nothing to do, like, okay, I'm just feeling men at this point, and then sometimes I want a woman on the side. Like, no, it's, it's just not like that. And I think that's important because a lot of people think bisexual means that you're greedy and you just want anything. Right. Like, no. I, I heard don't wanna, that too. I don't want to sleep with you and your girlfriend or anything no. like that or your no girlfriend. Thanks. Like, it's not, like, that wouldn't ask that to me. Because I have hardly, hardly ever heard of a man, man, female threesome. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, and we said this off air, but a lot of times the women are worse. Mm-hmm. Like we, like a lot of the men do play a lot of a big role in masculinity and ho- upholding patriarchy and stuff because it's like probably connects to the pick meanness or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the beginning of uh, the 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 origins, right? Of the pick me. It's like, oh yeah, oh that's nasty. Oh, and they like they would go an extra mile to put another woman down. Just to just to show the man, like, okay, like, I, I'm here. I'm available. I'm a good one. I'm the good one, you know. But I'm 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 wifey material, man. Anybody's wifey material. Like you hear about men talking about bisexual men, but the women, it's, and I think this is also the thing. Like, oh, I'll never be with a bisexual man. That's nasty. Da, da, da. And I'm like, now that I'm, since coming out, like to myself, and like in the last few years. <laughs> I'm like, sis, you most likely have been with one. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear that. You most likely have. But because this idea of, like, you can't be bi, because bi men don't exist, and you're gay. Right. Men that are more inclined, like, that are open to men and women are going to mm-hmm. fuck with their men and then have a baby with you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, and then when, and like, that's it's... A, and that's, that's stories. This this is real life. People <laughs> that, will lie about this shit, have kids, get married, and then they're gay all this time. And then like people say like, oh, but then you lied to me. I'm like, well, did you, was there even an environment, a conducive environment for them mm-hmm. to come out to you or come out and be like, you know, I'm bi, I'm gay or anything. Yeah. And for you to be like, okay, well, let's figure this out. Or if like, if a guy really told a lot of these women that they were bi. What would a lot of these women do? I know if like if anything like that was to come, um, I'm like, okay, well, I understand. Um, at least, what direction do you want to go with the relationship? Do you want to still be in a relationship? Is this right. something that do you want to, you know, go out there, talk to other people, mingle around? Like you, it's all in communication. You just have to talk. But like. Right. Listen, so in but, some relationships they don't want that. Fine, it's whatever. Then say that. Um, but like, it's so I. But that's why the bisexual people, especially men, have this like, oh, they lie, mm-hmm. they're liars, and like. But is there a conducive environment for them to be their true selves? No, barely for any bisexual person. Like, even thinking about like the church, mm-hmm. there are a lot of like queer gay men that like run church that do a lot of stuff like these Mm -hmm. choirs Mm -hmm. these makeup like like a lot of the stuff that and then like you have people like Kim Burrell like saying like oh yeah it's nasty and da 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 but then you find out it's something with her ex-husband involved in other oh yeah and it's like okay well were you conducive (laughs) to like allow the conversation to happen or was what like and then you're like, they shouldn't have lied. But I'm like, are we as a culture willing to talk about this? 
Honestly. Really? Because first you have to acknowledge that these people, like bi people, trans people, exist. Mm-hmm. Because people could like acknowledge that gay people exist, but they're over there. They don't want me. And yeah, they're nasty. Um, and that's like a... We haven't talked about the gay people that are... Because like, even with me on dating apps, sometimes I get questions like, oh, but like, are you really bi or something like that? Like, and I remember... Are you really gay? Right. And it's like, are you really straight? Like, is this like a... Mm-hmm. There was one of the first people I went on a date with when I really started dating was a woman, and we were really feeling each other. And I was supposed to tell her, like, on our, like, date, when we were out in public. And it was, like, a small, like, cafe, and I couldn't. So I texted her, and she was like, you know, like, give me a day to think about it. And then she started texting, and she's like, yeah, but, like, how do you reckon? Because she was also really Christian. I thought she was like more progressive Christian. And mm-hmm. so how do you rectify this with your faith? And then like, and she's like, I just don't know if I can ever satisfy. You. And that was like the that was it for me. And I'm like, you know what? It's fine. If to satisfy, like if she could satisfy me. See, but but that's the thing. Like if if you're sitting here saying like, look, I really do like you, and I need to tell you a part of myself that that I really do think you should know. Not necessarily thinking like, okay, like I'm bisexual. I want to just go fuck a nigga right now. Right. Like, it, it just, it don't work that way. It just don't. Like, and I feel like, I think people always think about the sex part and mm-hmm. not the whole intimacy of it. Right. Like sometimes you might get that romantic uh, feeling from just the same gender. Right. Like that. Uh, right. Like. Uh, that's that's true. Because a lot of them will be respecting their OGs as soon as they got out of jail. My <laughs> OGs had a whole boyfriend in jail. Mm-hmm. And it's just like not something that's said. Mm. Like, and people even, I never watched The Wire, but Omar in The Wire, he's gay. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He had a whole boyfriend um, in the first season, I think. And he was like, a, like apparently, like one of the most violent characters. Um, but so it's like this weird dichotomy of, well, not even dichotomy, like this weird dynamic with people, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like gay men or queer men are like weaker or something. Mm-hmm. But then people like Omar because he was so vicious, so he kind of has to make up for it by being extra hard and like killing all these people. Um, but then when you meet people that are like regular folk. They say, oh, I'm bi, I'm gay. It's like, oh, I can't talk to you. Or, like, there's, like, this tension or anxiety with, like, oh, is it gonna, what is it going to mean to, like, interact with them? I think people consider sex a little too much when it comes to sexuality. Right. And I, so, and I think this is in terms of, like, the terms. I think for bisexual is a little harder because it has sex in it, whereas... People say homosexual, but they only say that when they're being derogatory. Mm-hmm. But like now they say gay or lesbian, and those don't necessarily have sex in them. Yeah. But with bisexual, it's kind of like sex for them is like the main thing. Um, and people look at the LGBTQIA community as like just being like sex focused. Mm-hmm. When it's in actuality, mostly straight people are having sex without condoms and doing all this stuff. If you talk to some of these queer like queer men, like most like although like HIV infections are higher for like black and queer men because mm-hmm. one they're engaging in risky behavior 
but a lot more of them have access to prep, know about what prep does, know about all these, like, or have, there are at least things in motion to help them. Yeah. Whereas that nigga down the street, he just like, oh, I'm trying to raw dog you. I don't try to, I'm going to pull See, out. But I feel like we kind of like associate STDs and diseases with just the LGBT when anybody could get this shit. Right. Look at, look, did you watch season three of Insecure? No. Someone on Insecure got an STD after fucking around. A lot. Um. <laughs> exactly. So, and they were straight. I need those episodes episodes to be a little bit longer, though. <laughs> Honestly. Like. And, and we kind of said this in the last episode about people complaining about the LGBT history being taught. But, honestly, y'all wouldn't have so much. George Washington Carver, the man that invented all these uses for peanuts, was queer. Elaine Locke, who inspired the Harlem Renaissance, was queer. James Baldwin, y'all love quoting, queer. Angela Davis, queer. Toni Morrison, queer. Alice Walker, who y'all love in Color Purple, like wrote Color Purple, queer. Mm-hmm. Like, and the list goes on and on and on. Audre Lorde, y'all love start say, quoting uh-huh. her about like the master's tools, whatever, the dismantle the master's house. Like, it's queer people around. Um, like, like Jamaicans love Oliver Samuel. Mm-hmm. Gay man. Shibata, like, and then it's also interesting to think about the ones that do survive and, like, no one, like, targets them. Like, Shibata's, like, a playwright, and he's, like, gay. Like, does not care. But he's, like, ascended to a kind of, like, different status in Jamaican society. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, he's gay. But it's kind of like, okay, I'm gay. Yeah. And I think, like, people know him, but no one has targeted him, at least in my knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, again, that's also another thing for me. It was kind of, like, the fear like appearing about people getting attacked and it's still a thing for me like i mean that's worrying the about thing. getting attacked like when if i'm out in public it's, with a guy it's it still could happen that's the, the sad part it, yeah it could still happen it, it, it's it's scary like damn am i gonna get attacked am i gonna get killed mm-hmm. am i gonna get ostracized um i don't know it's and that's why i do i think i've come to appreciate a lot of them guys because they just don't care. Mm-hmm. Or they, they're cognizant, but they just like live their life. And yeah. it's like flamboyant, as loud as possible, mm-hmm. and just out here. Um, and in the process of coming out, I followed more queer people. Mm-hmm. And seeing those that like share their stories about how they were kicked out. Like There was this one I saw this week. He was talking about how his whole family pretty much kicked it out. And how he was like living this role for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And like I really identify with that. Because I felt like I was living a role. For other people for so long mm-hmm. yeah, but I didn't make it to 30 plus years mm-hmm. but like damn I was damn right. close um, hmm. but like I don't I wasn't like cut off from mm-hmm. my family which is something I appreciate and some people might stigmatize them for that I'm like you only get one family yeah. like and yeah. which is it sucks and you can only wish for people to be more understanding and, and better mm-hmm but it could have been worse by coming out. Yeah, you, it, it definitely could have made a left turn. It could have definitely went a completely different way. Like, Damon didn't even have time to pack a bag. No. In pose. Did not ha- he got thrown out. He had out. a little book bag. And his mother had it. to, no, but his mother had to come bring the book back to him. That's his father took thing. him out the house with just what he had on. I thought the mother was better than that. 
No, you would think. And you again, know. but again, the women sometimes are worse because it's about the performing. Um, I don't know. And then, like, you think about like all these trans women that were killed this year. Yeah. Like, I think it's nineteen now. Nineteen. And most of them black. And in Pose, they like spend a lot of good, a lot of time talking about that and like queer, like trans men, trans women. And the one, the men that like them and love them, mm-hmm. and one thing that was said is like they don't kill. It's like this weird dynamic. It's like this dangerous dynamic of them killing them because of the self hate they have for loving them and liking them and mm-hmm. being attracted to them. And that's really fucked up. Like, and the whole narrative that they're trying to trick people. Mm-hmm. It's just like the whole narrative of people trying to accuse men of rape falsely. Alright. The examples are few and far between. It's not as much as people trying to make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of these times, like, these men know where to go. Like we saw in Pose, they know to go to this spot. They know the spot. They know which spot to go to. They know what, like, and they do their, like, have sex, do whatever, mm-hmm. pay them or not. Like, and then they off them. Like kill them, mm-hmm. and that's fucked up. And so it's not about people, trans women especially, out here trying to trick anybody. People are just trying to live their life. Mm-hmm. And I think we said this when we did episode three, when we talked about Bobby Valentino. And oh yeah, that was he crazy. hasn't come out with anything. He's like disappeared because of that. I mean, he wasn't really coming out with music like that. Was but like now, you haven't heard anything. Like after that, it was just kind of like. Phew. That's like, true. Silence. Like it was like nothing. Bobby Valentino. Like, nothing. You don't know where he is. We don't know. <laughs> don't. But even thinking about Dwight Howard, we were talking oh, about. Yeah, it. like can we like go into a little bit more details about that? Because like I didn't really know, but it's like I kind of have a sense of what's going on. Oh my gosh! It's not even popping up as like a Google suggestion. Um. <laughs> uh, Oh my gosh, whoever did his. He got Olivia Pope because these things are buried. <laughs> Very scanty. Oh, Urban Dictionary said that case, guys. All we're seeing is him saying, I'm not gay. So there was a rumor that went out, and this is another thing uh-huh. that he was a bottom. So, like, someone that liked to receive penetration. Um. And from another gay guy, which is also fucked up, like outing someone else mm-hmm. without them coming out. And this is why people should allow men to be bi, because he could like like be penetrated, but also like fucking woman. Hey, right. So it's not like in. I'm gonna say something. So like this rumor was going out that he was gay and that he liked it, and like he was like the six something bottom and everything. <laughs> and gay men can be messy as hell. I'm like, all right. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God. But it's just like, all right, it is what it is. But he came out and said, I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. And you know what? As someone that's bi, that's what I would say all the time. And it's the truth. You're not. Yeah. But you're, you're not gay. But you're bi. Or something else. Right. Or you identify something else. So it's not like you're lying completely. You're but you're also saying what people are looking for. <laughs> because people don't, like, if you if I tell someone I'm not gay, I'm bi, they're going to be like, uh, most people are like, uh. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No. You're right. gay. You're gay. 
and, I hate that argument. I really do. And I'm even thinking about, I remember, <laughs> there's been, like, these talks about bringing back the boondocks. And, like, yeah. and, like these niggas were on Twitter, like, oh, my gosh, people going to be so upset by Riley telling them about all that gay shit. And then, like, all, like, people on gay Twitter were like, y'all know Listen. he's being satirical, right? He's making fun of y'all. Hello. Like, he's supposed to make fun of y'all Hello. saying all this ridiculous stuff. Because, and we said this on a previous episode, like, all these niggas that be on here and saying, like, oh, that's gay, that's gay. Like, I saw stuff they about, They be the like, number one suspects. Okay. You, you want to look on these apps? <laughs> I showed you them sometimes. There was one that was, like, married with kids, not caring about, like, Oh, that's he's like it's not gonna change, but I need to get that fixed. But like, they can't eat a banana in front of their friends. Can't eat a popsicle. Can't carry an umbrella. Can't go to brunch. It should never even be. Can't that even deep. wash their ass. At, right? Like, <laughs> how you not washing your booty hole? <laughs> how y'all not washing your booty hole? Like, it's just like, so like, what is how, the truth? Like, like what? Like, what is it? Like, what are you doing? But that's how it is. Like, and it gets. It's connected to toxic masculinity and it just gets rampant. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, this, this episode will be released in September, which is my visibility month, which is actually good. But, like, yeah, it's just going to be, like, rampant. Right. Like, like, and, like, a lot of them. Listen, I, I just wish there was more, like... I think- mean, I know there's, like, a few stars that, that, that came out as bisexual, but, like, Someone to sit there and talk about the experience of being bisexual and like just the the stupid shit that like you hear and like you put up with or like even like trying to find somebody because for mm. me some people some people they they get all goes off <laughs> it, it, it goes off for them they're like hmm they look at me and I'm looking at them like okay <laughs> so also yes Gator since I'm coming out yeah since I've come more and more into myself, so many guys, especially, just be looking at me. I'm like, I'm what are you, you looking at? Like, you. you know how many girls have like hit on me? Like, definitely way more than guys. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I'm just like, <laughs> like walking back. Going I'm walking back from the gym and then see someone like in the park staring at a guy walking. And I'm like. That ain't no like, what's up stare. I'm like, that's not like a I want to fight you stare. I'm like, you're just looking. Or like, I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I just went, and like, I'm not saying, and I want to say this black community isn't more homophobic than any other community because I think white people like to say that and like portray like black people as more homophobic. Like, Jamaica's more homophobic than like Russia. <laughs> or like, or like Chechnya, or any of these other white countries that, Some or like all shit. right, like all these politicians passing L- anti-LGBT stuff in the U.S. are white mainly. Mm-hmm. Like most of the black ones are Democrats and like voting for like right. protections, even if they don't agree with it personally. Like the party line is the party policy has moved to accepting it, mm-hmm. um, and it is what is that's what like it's. <laughs> what a society is like it's kind of hard like still trying to unlearn like the religious part of it like that's Mm. been like programmed for years and think for myself about it without like but there's been like a lot of stuff i've been reading about like queer christians and gay christians and Mm -hmm. bi christians 
they that's do exist. Like, yeah, it's, it's just, like you know, it's like uh, a little different. And I said this in the religion episode. I don't necessarily take everything. I don't take most. I don't take everything as like literal when I read the Bible because you don't take everything you read in it. You shouldn't take anything at face value. Yeah, that's written by anyone, at, like uh-huh. for one hundred percent truth. That's like if I wrote a letter saying that the sky used to be red, the sky is red today. It's like, not concrete. And then, like five hundred years, that's all that's left. That people are like the sky is red. Why is it blue now? Like we're suffering. Like no, like that's not the truth. <laughs> like we're suffering. Like what is going on? Um, who was your Who were your crushes growing up? Your bi crushes. Uh... Did you have any? I don't know. I feel like I was never really like the crush type. No, I'm talking about famous crushes. Sorry. Famous crushes. Uh, Now that we're already out, now that I'm already out, like, was it like? I don't know. Like, I'm just so like I'm being weird sometimes. Like, I'm trying to think. Wait, let me see. I'm sorry. I'm being. I've been drinking. Yeah, I've been drinking. drinking. (laughs) Things been going on. But, um, crushes. I was trying to remember. I don't know, like, guy-wise, it's weird. Um, Frankie Muniz from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh my gosh, really? (laughs) It's, like, really weird. I was like, oh my god, he's so adorable. But, like, I don't know, when I was younger, I used to, like, like, like to see girls with, like, dimples and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or, like, have freckles or, like, red hair. Like, just something that's really odd about them that I find, like, really pretty that, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, you're pretty. <laughs> but, um, Me. yeah. Woman Nishi Nash. Nishi Nash. Uh-huh. I said this multiple times. Because. Oh, yeah, Meg the Stallion. She's. <laughs> She's, you mentioned it. Yes. She's my um, you know. <laughs> Growing up, Nisi that I used to sit for hours and watch Clean House. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that show. Hours. <laughs> Just to see Nisi Nash. And when she wasn't on screen, I was disappointed. But guys, Omari Hardwick. Because mm. he used to be on a show called Dark Blue. And, like, also, like, the big, like, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a mess. Like, I used to watch, like, The World's Strongest Man. Like... <laughs> It was, I was ridiculous. Into the muscles. Well, the bigger guys. Football types, linebackers. Uh-huh. Now that you mention it, um, <laughs> that dark-skinned dude from um, Queen Sugar. I forgot his name. Kofi Silver. Yes. Him. He's pretty. I definitely like him. You have to fight Shirley. She likes him. <laughs> she met him. Really? Yeah, there's like a pity. She says she loves him or something like. Oh, like, oh my god, Mike, he's I'm, like, oh. He's younger than us uh, too. For real? Mm-hmm. Where's my fame? Right. Y'all share this podcast. Right. Like, come on now. We try. We try. <laughs> <laughs> we only got so much for us. We, we have enough money to eat and drink, and that's it. And we got space to <laughs> record. And a space. To <laughs> and we don't pay for that shit either but you know that's a space what would you say to a younger you or a younger person like you that's trying to come out and buy um, queer or something 
just accept it and try it out. Like, what's the sense of feeling something and you never like tried it before? Right. It kind of goes back to being yourself. Yeah, I think for me, I try to think a lot. I've been thinking a lot. Like, if it would have been easy if I came out as a child, like in high school or mm-hmm. now. And I don't know if it would have changed that much. I feel like maybe now it's better. Because at least I'm like, yeah, no, you're not going to just push that on me. Or you're not going to just say that and get away with it. Mm-hmm. As a child, I think I would have been more amendable because I want to, like, please people. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I would tell younger me and people like me, like, it's okay. Like, you could like both. Mm-hmm. Um, you could like one. You could like none. Yep. You're, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, other people just need to learn to be better. And I think that's my thing. Like, other people need to be better. Mm-hmm. You're not the problem. Like, people are like this thing of hell. And I think learning over, getting over this fear of punishment. But, like, for me as someone from a religious standpoint, I'm like, if God's really going to send me to hell for this, knowing good and well, knowing everything that God knows, that I tried everything mm-hmm. to be quote-unquote normal fought it for years mm-hmm. tried to fit in did everything that they told me to do with everything and still it wouldn't go anywhere. prayed about it like that's mm-hmm. all of that and still it wouldn't go away i'm gonna argue with god like listen so what you really gonna do this after all of this mm-hmm. and i don't th- like i don't think that's how god is personally people might say like that's not what the bible is. whatever like the bible doesn't say you shouldn't be eating shrimp either <laughs> you shouldn't be mixing your fabrics either. Oh, child. You shouldn't be doing a whole lot of stuff. Oh, good lord. So, we gonna talk about, like, I will debate for my life. Like, or other, like, it's, but from younger me, I'm like, you're not wrong. You're not weird. You're yourself. Be yourself. You are light. Mm-hmm. You're unique. You're beautiful. There's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing I needed someone to tell me. Right. There's nothing wrong with you. Basically. That would have, like, changed. There's nothing wrong with anybody. Right, but I think for, like, queer kids, it's, like, especially those that are growing up in environments or cultures that it's, like, not allowed or talked about. It's, like, you feel like, well, what's wrong with me? Why am I like this? And, like, and that's why the queer history course is so important, to show, like, kids like that that these people have always existed. Mm -hmm. Alexander the Great. Who conquered like half the world was bisexual. Come on now. <laughs> Julius Caesar. Like potentially bisexual or something. Like all these so people. Like, sometimes I sit there and wonder like, so what made them like have like sex? Like, what in the past? Yeah, like like <laughs> it just was just like one day, like, you know what, just put it in there. Like how like how did that I have come no across? Idea. Like someone came some caveman and figured it out. Some caveman was like, I only have two holes instead of three. So you got to figure out which way you're going to put it in. And then it was like, either this one. And I'm like, okay, that feels nice. Why don't we try the other one? <laughs> and then it's like, ow, okay, that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the alcohol talking. I would have said that 10 minutes ago. <laughs> but I think we're all working on ourselves. We need to do a self-actualization episode. Yeah, stuff that we actually realize like and i feel like now that this episode has finally come out (laughs) finally like y'all like 
the, if you listen to this show carefully, all the little moments where me and Shannon have to like go into the corner, not all of them, but like a few of them were about like this. Uh, when I'm saying like, huh, huh, or duh, duh, or bay, or this and that, and like, like you or have to bae. really listen real close. Cause I was some careful. of them, some of them, I was like, come on, you did this. And come on, I was like, I did? I'm like, yeah, like you said this, this, and this. Like when you kind of piece that together, like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, most of them ain't gonna catch it, or if they are, they're gonna be polite and right. not try to say anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, and I, you know, I choose to pull this. I'm pretty sure they're okay with it. So, like, I wanna, I also wanna shout out my friends that have been really supportive. Like, it's like me coming out to other people has only been like, like about three years, but like really aggressively a year, mm-hmm. almost. Because you knew for a while. Yeah, you knew about for three, four years. So. Like, me telling you. Mm-hmm. Not suspecting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not assuming things. I don't uh, assume things about people. Right. And that's something I didn't like. Like, you can't assume because mm-hmm. some of these big, strong, strapped men that you think are like, oh, yeah, that's a man. Oh, listen. Okay. Girl. <laughs> look at look at Kamani's Instagram. <laughs> that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Now they're all going to be like, who Kamani following? Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> you got all these church ladies up and like, Kamani, this is not right. Okay, but like, they looking on the low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, listen, this is going to be... A, now that this is out, I'm so much happier. That's good. Like, like because it was getting hard. Like, when, before I came out, when I was struggling not to, like, tell my parents. Because mm-hmm. they know. Uh-huh, now y'all can't tell them. Like it was like it was like this pressure, and I was telling myself it got worse and worse the longer I did tell them, mm-hmm. because I knew what the conversation would could possibly go like, but like this pressure was like no you got to tell them because this is you and it was to like realize what was going on at the moment too because it's just like you wasn't really around as much you right. wasn't at church so it was just like a pile <laughs> up of things like what the fuck's going on <laughs> and it was just like it just felt like. Like, it would kill me if I did it. Uh-huh. Like, either I would tell them and be able to live, or I don't tell them and, like, something terrible happens to me. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, what happens to a lot of people that don't come out. And then they come out, like, after, like, committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Because they feel like they don't have that support network or they can't. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. Like, the, the Nigel Shelsby, the 12-year-old boy mm-hmm. that committed suicide after being bullied. Yeah. That weighed heavily on me. And, that, see, and that's what people are failing to realize. Kids understand. They get it. They know. They're not, they're not too young to understand. They're not being that. forced into it's it. It's a simple concept. Like, like, it's not that hard to understand what's going on. Like, you look and see, like, especially, I'm assuming, like, for gay men or people that have attraction to men. You look at a man and you realize you're attracted to him the same way a straight guy is attracted to women. Mm-hmm. And you see how other people treat people like you. And then you automatically start internalizing, like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And so for him, like, that has... And I, we talked about this a little bit. Like, you, if y'all listen to our episodes, you'll see, like, the thread of this carrying uh-huh. for a while now. Yeah. But, like, he committed suicide because he felt he was being bullied. The one, uh, the kid in the Bronx, I don't remember his name, but he was being bullied too. That slashed somebody and like got taken mm-hmm. to court. And then y'all are up here saying like, "Oh, we don't want to teach that. Y'all forcing it on the kids." 
No, like nobody yeah, forced this on that. me because like if growing up most of the people that. on TV were straight. Listen. And that would make that would make somebody right straight. Now. You go online right now. It's, it's, there's no force. It's right. out there. Right. Like, okay, men like women, women like men. Some women like other women, and there's some men that like other men. And it could be both ways. It could be neither. It could be whatever. Like, I, I'm not understanding why why is it such a big deal. If we could sit here and watch sex scenes on, in almost every show right. of of straight couples, like... <laughs> that don't make somebody straight. Huh? That's not making nobody straight. Yeah. I, I, I saw all these scenes, and I know what I am. Like... And I'm fine. Right. At least I think so. <laughs> but, like, I know some of y'all, some of y'all just gotta be better. Like, educate yourself. It's, and I think, you just gotta come out of yourself and realize, and this is the thing I wish more people realize, like, especially understand the journey that some of your friends has gone through, especially if they come out later. Because mm-hmm. it's not that they didn't want to or like, it's the, the environment wasn't yeah. conducive. Like, I spoke to another person that was queer in high school recently. And I was like, like, what about high school? Like, would you have come out? He's like, yeah, high school wasn't first the best place to do that. And it's, like, true. Like, high school wasn't the most conducive place. Mm-hmm. It would have been, like, hell. Yeah. I, mean, I forgot his name. But he used to, like, wear heels and have, like, a purse Sean. and everything. Sean. Justin. Justin. And, like, he was, like, the first person, like, I've ever seen, yeah, I remember. like... like I, there was I, one before him. Yeah? Yeah, Sean. Oh, I probably pay him too much mind, but, like, him, like... He was a cheerleader. Yeah, like, I just never... He was, like, the first person I've ever seen, like, who was really out here claiming that he's gay, and, like, he dresses up. So it's just like wow, like I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> like, it's how would I explain it? Mm-hmm. I would, I don't know how to explain it, but I just think it's really interesting to even like had that one chance to see like okay, growing up like oh this is someone who's who's gay. People right. say he's flamboyant, but like he's being himself. I don't know if I have anything else to add. This has been enough. I'm gonna like listen to this while I guys like scream like. Ah. Um, but um, do you have any recommendations? Because I actually have some. Um, Especially I, for people that don't understand, I have a few. I, I don't have no recommendations, but you know, always follow my Instagram. <laughs> follow my Instagram, <laughs> the color box with two X's, the with two E's. Yep. So I'm going to recommend Pose again because I think it's like a good primer. Pose, Pose like, really put it out there. No, like you, people need to watch it and see why so many people like it and why it's important. It's on, first season's on Netflix. Second season should be available soon, hopefully. Um, the second thing, it's actually the documentary that inspired Pose. It's called Paris is Burning. Mm. I've been hearing about it for years and I only got to see it like recently mm-hmm. it's about the ballroom culture uh, there's also like a documentary about it like from Vice on or like PBS 
on YouTube. I can't remember the name. I saw it this weekend, this week, and it's like really good because it shows that like these there's like kids in the like 1992 they're like 13, 14 getting kicked out of their house still today in New York City and they're forced to fend for themselves. So. A lot of y'all saying like, oh, yeah, my, that's not going to be my child or that's not going to be my child or I'll, whatever, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I really just would hope you wouldn't turn on your child. Yeah. I can't say for certain. Some of y'all won't. But mm-hmm. it's your child. Like, you got to love. Like, they asked to be here. And something that people have been saying, like, don't have children if you can't accept having a queer child. And I'm like, that's probably true. That's mm-hmm. the best thing. Because if your child comes out and that's who they are, yeah, like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't ask you to have sex for them to come here. Right. At all. Listen, if we're going to talk about, like, just relationships with parents, I think we'll just probably just lightly just talk about Black China. I haven't watched mother. that. And it's just like, heard it's, about that. it's so bad. That's really bad. What's her name? Uh, Tokyo. Tokyo Tony. Uh, and like, it's... And this is on that really channel. Hard, yeah, it's on Zeus. Did you, you buy it? Mm-mm. Where you watched it? I just watched Best in Clips and Pieces and like other little videos that kind of sums up everything that's going on. But it's just like, damn, like, it's a that's a very toxic relationship. And like, I think that's another thing that people don't talk about is toxic relationships with parents. You gotta talk about that. Yeah, parents do create... People create bad energy and toxic relationships. It don't have to be that way. Those are my recommendations. I don't have anything else. This has been... Like, I know I'm gonna be like... I teared up a few times. Uh-huh. But the alcohol kind of saved me for once. <laughs> I know, like, those that, like, love me, thank you already for your support. But send it anyway. Because <laughs> those that are, like, don't want to fuck me no, with me no more, fuck you. Mm-hmm. That's it. This has been Drinking with Blurds. You can follow us on Facebook at Drinking with Blurds. Twitter, Drinking W Blurds. Instagram, Drinking with Blurds. And we have a blog, DrinkingWithBlurds.com. Thank y'all so much for listening. We look forward to having y'all back next time.